ship and suffer on Today we'll be looking at one of the most powerful tools that will help you ship your software on time, the Releases tab. Using the Releases tab allows you to group items as opposed to their project, which is usually just their shared characteristics, and allows you to group items based on their release date or schedule. And here we can see a couple different levels of our releases. We've got the main product level which we can then break down further into versions or releases and then break those down even further into sprints or milestones. Right now I'm using Scrum terminology for this database, but you can decide what types of releases you would like to have. To change the different release types you have available, click on this icon here, and now you can choose the different terminology which we have. We're using Scrum and Agile terminology right now, but if you want to, you can go and either relabel this to perhaps milestones or waves or however you would like. And you can even go and also change any icons or add any images you would like to associate with icons as well. We'll just leave it as the running man. Along with each of our release types, we can also have different release statuses. So for products, we can have items in the concept phase, in progress, or say if they're canceled. With versions, you can build out a variety of different steps. So you can go and rename these or add additional status types or reorder them as well. To quickly demonstrate how we can work with releases, I'm going to build out a new release and break it up even further into some smaller sub-releases. I'll be creating a release for my business app suite. First, I'll tell it just its parent release. This will just be a root level release. It'll be a product. I can set its status. So right now it's just in the concept mode. Have any start dates or due dates. This typically isn't as important for your root level releases, but will be more important as you break it down further later on. We can set releases to active or inactive. And whenever you're creating a root level release, you would also want to choose any projects which might be associated with this release. Because this is my business app suite, I will include all of my line of business apps, as well as maybe an update for my product pages and my about pages. And I don't need anything in my internet site project either. So what I'm doing is selecting all of the projects which could be included with my business apps suite. And if you'd like to go and add any release notes, you can add detailed notes here in this rich text field as well. Now, just save. And we'll see all the items available in our business apps suite. So right now, this is mostly just my product backlog. It's everything which could go into this project and we haven't really begun scheduling out. This includes all the defects included with the projects as well as any features in, the, in these or tasks which I've also gone and assigned. Now I can begin creating smaller sub-releases. So I'll click this and add a version number. We'll say that we're preparing for version 2.0 of our release. Its parent release is the business app suite. We'll say that this is a version number, and we're still planning this one as, as it comes out. We'll set this item to be due at the beginning of the new year on January 1. Since I'm not working at a root level release, I won't be able to select any projects associated with this one. I'll actually be selecting items associated with the product backlog. And now we can create this down even further if I'd like to go and create sprints or milestones if I'd like. We'll add a couple of sprints right here. We'll have this first one just go 14 days, just be two weeks. And we'll add another sprint. And we'll just go and butt them up against each other. Our first sprint is ending on November 1. And we'll start our second sprint 
the day after on November 2. So I've built out a small little structure that we have available within our Business App Suite product. And now I can start planning for my version 2.0 release. Let's say that I'd like to fix all of my high priority items by then. I can just simply group by priority. Not really concerned with anything of a low priority. And perhaps all of my high priority items here. And I'll multi-edit these into my version 2.0 release. And we'll include this last one right here. I'm going to add the release menu to my main grid so we can see which release all of these actually belong to. And here we can see that these are all in my 2.0 release. And I've also gone and added my remaining estimate field to help in the planning process. Now to break down version 2.0 even further, I can break it down into sprints or milestones or smaller sections. Maybe I only want to include perhaps 15 hours of work for each sprint. So I'll just select any items until I get to 15 hours and then add those into each sprint. And now I've got my 15 hours, so I can add them to sprint one. And I can see their release change to sprint one. And I can go and select all of my remaining items and place these into sprint two. And now all of my items are included in a sprint, which is decided to be a manageable amount of work for this time period. This is the method you would typically use to include items in the sprint. You would first create a product backlog, just associating all of the projects which might be included with this release, and then break it down to a version release, everything that you'd like to push out, and then everything that might be broken down a little bit more manageably within your own development schedule. If you would like to add items piecemeal, you could go and just select whatever item you would like from any of your projects. Maybe there's one item I would have to update from my intranet site right here, this item number 30. If I would like to include this in one of my sprints, I can just edit the item if I have the ability to manage releases and go and change it directly to sprint one of my line of business apps suites. And now I can see it's available under Sprint 1. This is a way you can go and quickly select single items and add them to releases. All of my items included in releases also have to live somewhere in a project. It's just a different way of grouping items. In fact, all of these items in a single release can belong to different projects. And I can show that by grouping by the project. And now I can see all the projects that these individual items all belong to. This is quite important because any security settings, any editing settings, workflow settings are configured on the project level rather than release. Releases are simply a way to group items, but all of the properties and configuration, including security, is done on the project level. A few other things we can do when managing releases is we can go and show and hide any inactive releases. So we're only looking at items which we're currently working on. We can go and sort them by their start date or due date, or simply show their start date right here on this tree. So you can go and quickly get a little bit more information as to the scheduling of these particular releases. Organizing items by releases 
is a great way to plan for development in the near future, as well as being able to manage all the items you're currently working on to see if you're on schedule or perhaps behind or even ahead of schedule. And it will help you build any burn down charts automatically and on time, which can be very helpful in managing your sprints and releases to make sure that everything they're working up and on time is lining up with your schedule. For a detailed look at the burndown chart and how to work with it, please check out episode 59. And thanks for viewing this week's episode of the Fear the Bug podcast.